Welcome to Unapologetic Podcast with Miss Rose and Darnell. After a long hiatus, we are back. We have a whole lot to talk about. This week, we want to keep it light. We're going to have a vet session. Yes, a vet session. No subject is off limits. We can talk about anything and everything. Whatever's on your mind, let's talk about it. Let me go find Darnell while we take this quick music been trying to run from my problems to keep another one from adding on i feel so numb i'm so far gone cause the collateral damage is done just need to exhale So I take it in stride, I got talent in sight Where is my trust, is it enough to provide When I get to thinking back to the night that I died Nine years later, I'm still alive Champion on the rise, can't tell me no different The universe is talking and it got my attention Appreciate every moment that has been given We all on a mission, playing different positions To care of myself, no time for babysitting Trying to fill a void, cause something is missing
Hello, world. Welcome to Unapologetic Podcast. Your host, Miss Rose, and myself, Donnell. Welcome back, Miss Rose. Hey, welcome back. Yes, a much needed vacation. I know for myself, how was yours? Oh, it was good. It was good. I needed the time off. I had to take care of some personal things. Of course. That's priority. You are number one. <laughs> you have to take care of yourself first and foremost. Right. Um, I, saw, I saw a post today that said FLY, and the acronym for FLY was first love yourself. Yep. So That's a I, good try, one. I try to say FLY at all times. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. Yeah, I see it. So being back... You know, we got a lot to talk about because a lot has been going on. And, but, you know, by this being our first show broadcast back, I think we should just call this a vent session. But we can vent about a lot of things that are going on, you know, just with us and things that we've dealt with and things we've seen. And I think that would be a great start. Huh? Yeah, I that's think that's perfect. Right. I think that's perfect. Everybody need a good vent session. Yeah. So, um... You want to start, Ms. Rose? Uh, uh, well, you know, I don't know, because, you know, I can go on and on and on about a lot of things. Well, yeah, you're right. Maybe <laughs> I'll <can> start. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll start. Let's, let's talk about, um, I just want to say this. When people tell you who they are, believe <laughs> And that, that's just first and foremost. Um, you know, meet people and and what I also learned in life is uh, tell me once but I listen twice. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Too. Tell you, know, you once but you listen twice. Tell me once but I'm listening twice. Okay, okay. Yeah, you know, it might hit some people later on. It's just a thought to ponder. But um it, yeah, you know, just meeting people and you having conversations and you know Basically, it's a telltale sign that you're aware. You have your awareness. You have your third eye open. You're on that that plane, that 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 plane on that level, mm-hmm. and on frequencies. You know, you can pick up on things. And um, I know we had spoke earlier. You were talking about, you know, a lot of people. You know, when you want something, we overlook the signs of the BS. You know, that comes with what we want. Right. So you know, even something that's not good for us, if we want it. We're still going to go after it. Knowing it's not good for it. Knowing, like, don't do it. And red flags and all of this. But see, you got to remember, we want it because it's not good for us. We want it because we can't have it. It's human nature. Well, you know what? I think, well, when you say human nature, well, I think us as humans need to be reprogrammed. We do. (laughs) We do. It's a programming thing. It is. And we and we need to unlearn a lot of different things. That's true. We really do. And um, my, me myself, I basically had to reboot my system. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, people may say, "Oh, you're different in this and that." No, I uh, got to upgrade. <laughs> you know, hey. I, you know, it, and it's good to get you know upgrade yourself and take that time to be alone and level up. You know, and some people, as you notice. They could be in a 40s, 50s, and still have the same mindset that they had when they were 20s, doing the same child, the same, or things of that nature, you know. It's right. Always, it's always supposed to be a process in, uh, involving a self. 
And when people don't evolve themselves, you know, you stunt your growth and you just remain stagnant and at that level. So I take that as in personal and as in business as well. Um, you know, by me having my own business, you know, finally, you know, as well as yourself, mm-hmm. you've been established way before I have. But um, a lot of people, they think uh, speed, you know, doing things fast and doing it quickly is the best way. But no, the best way is direct. You got to have direction and know where you're going because a lot of people are going nowhere fast. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. I'm going to keep it real. The reason why, there's a couple of reasons why people might mainly stay still. One of it is because they get too comfortable, and they and they lazy, and, and it's too much work to evolve. It, it, you know, it takes too much thinking. It takes too much time. It takes too much effort, and they're too oh, lazy and, to evolve. Huh? And, and, and it's sometimes painful. Let me ask that. It, it is painful. It is painful at times, but see, that pain... You know, it's just like giving birth. That when you, you give birth, it's painful, but that beauty that comes from that child that you have is worth that pain. You forget about that pain in a couple of hours. You know, but yeah, you know, a lot of pregnant people that just been pregnant for years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> but the other part that make people stagnant is fear. They fear that growth. They fear that elevation. They fear. Um, losing their friends they fear losing their family they fear success and it's like if they if you if these people friends family are not comfortable watching you grow if they're not pushing you to grow if they're not elevating you to grow they wasn't your friends and they just relatives they're not your family (laughs) so you know it's just you know, it, it, we get stagnant, you know. I, I talk about, there's people that's close to me that I, I tell them, like, you know, they stand in the same spot. I, I know somebody, and I don't want to put them out there directly. They don't want to move out of the state. They're like, I'm comfortable here. I know what it's about here, blah, 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 blah. And I said, guess what? You're still doing nothing because everybody in here is doing nothing. How you know what what was meant for you is not outside of this state? How you know it ain't the next state over? How you know it ain't on the West Coast? How you know it ain't overseas? You don't know what's out there for you because you're still standing in the same box. Yeah. Yeah. Fear is the one of, you know, in a classroom. Fear is... Y'all, I'm going to tell you, fear was one of mine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, knowing my potential... And knowing what I could accomplish and the greatness of it that is within me, I was fearful of taking that first step. And so I said, fuck it. You know what? I'm not about to let it. Those, like you said, those who were around me growing up or dealing with these people, mm-hmm. relatives or friends, they say fears on me. Exactly. Because you know, a lot of times... It, 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 our it fears. Took a, it took me a while, you know, it's sad to say, but I didn't fly, I didn't fly to, you know, the airplane until my first time last year. Right. <laughs> and so, for, for, for me to say that, and to know why, because, you know, what, you know, somebody, my, my family was like, I ain't never get to get on a plane, you know, we missed the fly, we had, we had wings and all that. You know, that, that's the end. Right. You know, and, and it's like, okay, you know, and I'm like, yeah. But 
you putting your fears off on me, and I'm just going along with it. And I just would, that was success also. Right. You don't want to go to that next level. But when you finally break away and evolve and say, you know, forget this shit, I'm about to do me. I'm about to reprogram myself, unlearn everything that I learned, because we have this bamboo. You know what I'm saying? And, and I basically it's like a generational thing, but we get into that another, you know, probably later on, but fear is what's the main thing. But now, when I realize there is no such thing as fear, you create your own nightmares. Right. You create your own, you, you know, you create your own problems in your head. You have the control of your own mind and your emotions and all your chakras are lined up. Everything is peaceful. There's nothing to fear. Everything goes and flows the way it's supposed to be. And a lot of turmoil that happens in our life is because of fear. Or I, I'm fear of losing you. Like you said, I'm, I fear of this happening. you got to go out there and just put caution in the wind. you got to remember, most of our fears are created during childhood. I've seen this thing that uh, on Facebook, and it said, older siblings are often the influence of younger siblings. And my brother told me cows is not supposed to eat, not to eat burgers for 30 years. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, right. you know, and it's, right. and you can't blame really the older sibling because that older sibling got that idea from somebody else. But exactly. the whole thing in a nutshell is I was lucky enough where fear might have took me for a moment, but I was lucky enough to be one of them people that was a little bit fearless. I kind of laugh because I, one of my sons, I I used to be mad about it, but now I'm kind of happy about it. I used to say, this boy has absolutely no fear. You can threaten him, and you can pop him and be like, don't do it again. And he going to do it again because he's like, I got to try it out. You know? <laughs> and it's like, and at first I'm like, this dude is going to hurt himself because he just don't listen. But now that he's older and I'm watching him, like, he'll try anything. Like, he's not afraid. He's like, oh, you want me to try the saxophone? Okay. Oh, you want me to play the flute? Okay. It's like, he doesn't have that fear. It's like, he's not letting anything stop him from being who he wants to be. And I've been that person mm. most of my life. And it's like, but I always had that little tinge of fear that might delay me. And it comes from a lot of different things. It might be that one thing that delayed me from, that fear that delays me from doing what I wanted to do. But it never stopped yeah. me. And so, and so that's where, you know, I was lucky enough to be that person. But, you know, that's why most people don't elevate. They don't grow. They don't go beyond that box that they live in because of fear and laziness. It's sheer laziness. There's nothing else to it. So, you know, I take, I look at everything, you know, people look at me and they be like, I, I laugh because people are like, you're so brave. You just took your four kids and left the state by yourself. And I'm like, people do it every day. Why does that make me brave? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just in awe because, you know, it's never too late. No. When you, when you when you sit when you six feet, that's when it's too late. But it's never too late. So it's just funny, you know, to hear people try to say different things. And once again, this is unapologetic podcast. It's titled unapologetic for the simple fact is a person should be able to voice their views and their opinions without being sorry for it. 
for the simple fact is that's where the respect comes in of respecting another human being's thoughts or mm-hmm. what, what how how they feel, you know, and being able to freely express themselves. That's why it's unapologetic. And a lot of things, especially on social media, you know, a person, you know, on their page, they say what they want to say. Then you have people come on their page and argue them down and want to give their opinion. Everybody is so opinionated, you know, and it, it causes strife. It causes division on a whole other level, on a whole other scale. So, you know, okay, person, we might not see eye to eye or something, but respect how I feel. Respect my opinion. Respect my perspective. Because mm-hmm. if there's no mutual, if there's no respective perspective, how can you have an open mind? How can you evolve? Because you may learn something from me, I may learn something from you. I mean, you may show me a different angle that I didn't see. You know what? That goes back to something you said a little bit earlier when we first came on, and you was talking about when you when you hear a person, uh, when a person tell you who they are, believe them, or and you got into a little bit as far as the um, communication a little bit. And yeah. going to touch on communication a little bit, what I realized, even in this little hiatus that we taken, even in the last couple of weeks, is communication is a very, very tricky thing. And because a lot of times people have their opinions and they have their um, mindset on this one direction or this one concept or this one thing is because they have a communication barrier. And that communication barrier is they hear you, but they don't really hear you. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a difference in hearing a person and actually hearing them. And yeah. I was actually having a talk with somebody um, last week, I believe, uh, over the weekend one, and they were talking about a friend of theirs. And they was like, this guy never believes anything unless he reads it in a book. And I'm like, don't you know that? People write books too, and everything in the book is not accurate. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, right. and so I laugh. And then I, after we had that conversation, I thought about, and it sounds crazy, but you know, my mind goes in, in a, a million different directions. I thought about something I learned when I was in college, and they were talking about levels of learning. And it was like some people are audio learners, some people are visual learners, some people are both. Mm. And I was like, okay, this guy doesn't believe anything unless it's written down. So he's a video, he's a visual learner. Mm. You can't, whatever you tell him, it goes in one ear and out the other ear because verbally he's not really hearing you. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, and then I think about the people on, on, on Facebook or on Instagram or on Snapchat, especially ones that are very opinionated. First of one, first of all, those that are very opinionated probably are not doing anything with their life. <laughs> That's a true statement. That's a true statement. <laughs> they don't have anything better to do, so they're they're so involved in somebody else's life. The other part yeah. to that is whatever they whoever their teacher was is probably just as negative as they are. Whoever their teacher is probably taught them and probably on the same level. They probably sitting there eating chips and watching soap operas together, okay? So whomever their teachers are are probably – I'm not saying you're not supposed to have opinions, 
I have a million and one opinions, but I'm also right. open to other opinions. I'm always yes. objective. I'm always trying to see both sides of the story. I'm one of them people that people think that I am um, mean as hell. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm mean as hell. People think I'm an asshole. People think I'm an asshole and, because I challenge them. Because I challenge them. Because I ask questions. Because if you come to me with an opinion that or a position that I don't understand, I want you to explain it to me. I want you to break it down for me. Make me understand it. It's not that I'm not listening to you because I hear everything you're saying, but I process things differently. I'm going to think about what you're saying. I'm going to go just like the guy was telling me about his friend, you know, not taking anything in unless it's written down. You know, I... I didn't jump into an opinion. I thought about it. Now, who, what type of people would actually go and think, hmm, they're a different type of learners? Most people won't even think to that direction. So, exactly. you know, for me, I'm going to take everything and I'm going to look at it from every angle I could possibly think of it as. That's just who I am. And so I look at communication as this big thing, and I tell people all the time, I, and I had this conversation yesterday with somebody, I said, you hear me, but you're not hearing me, <laughs> okay? Like, you listening to the words that I'm saying, and you understand the words that I'm saying, but you don't understand the meaning behind those words. Yeah, yeah. Communication is a big key for the simple fact. You know, I, I've had, uh, you know, that's, that, that word, friend, is, uh, that word, friend, is, yeah, there you go. <laughs> So, so it's basically like you know, they, you know, like you say, communication is key. Me myself, just so is known, I'm a very honest person. I'm mm-hmm. the type of person. Don't ask me nothing you don't want to know the truth about. Exactly. So that's just what it is. Um, and if I don't answer, that means I don't want to talk about it. But if I do open my mouth, <laughs> it's going to be the honest, honest the truth. And people are, like I say, so programmed to the bullshit. They are used to everybody's lying. They, you know, they're used to, um, you know, females say, oh, everybody lies. I say, oh, okay, um, not everybody do lie. Oh, yes, they do. I say, well, you know, ask me something. And then because of their past experience of what they've dealt with, if I give them my honest answer, they think I'm lying because of something they've experienced themselves. So to get back to my point is, I've had a friend and, and they, they, they may, or associate, they may have done something mm-hmm. that rubbed me the wrong way, made me feel uncomfortable. Okay, being a grown, grown ass man, grown, possibly both grown ass men, I feel I should be able to come to you and say, look, that didn't sit right with me. This is how it made me feel, and I, I want you to know. And then when that narcissist shit kick in, meaning they act dumbfounded to what they done. Uh-huh. And I and I and I explained it to detail how it made me feel, and you still brush it off. I had to disassociate myself with you because the communication is not up to par. You seeing things from your perspective and only your perspective. Exactly. You know, now if I come to you and tell you this, that, and the other, and you just brush it off and you just sticking to your guns and not even hearing me or understanding why I felt this way, it's a problem. I and mean, I, you know, go ahead. Huh? Yeah. I'm just I'm just the type like there has to be 
some type of, like I say, respect, mutual respect of a person settings and how they deal with things and perspective. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it may not, your intent may not be that. So by me expressing that and I'm telling you how you feel, clarify it for me. Let me know what's going on. But when they try to make it be, make it to be, you're wrong, you shouldn't be coming to me like that, and you shouldn't even twist it like that, that's a problem. Yeah, I think that, you know, I'm like this when it comes to a situation in that nature. You know, if somebody came at me, because like I said, I'm often classified as the mean girl or the asshole because I'm very blunt. And so a lot of times I have to, I have to, I'm usually the one that's like, some people are like, hey, you don't have to say it like that or blah, blah, blah. And, I, and I'll take it to, I'll go, look, I stand behind what I said, but maybe I shouldn't said it in the way that I said it, you know. I get that a lot. I get that a lot. <laughs> and I I really have to double take, you know, I really, I, you know, by being, by being brought to my attention, you know, I always try to be a person who thinks before they speak. Right. Because words, words, words are so powerful. Right. You know, it, it's a ripple effect. Whatever comes out of your mouth is a ripple effect. You know, it can't be taken away. It can't be unsaid. It can't be undone. So right. So by me knowing that, I'm, you know, I may have said it, and you took it harsh or, or the way it came out, but, you know, I, I'm sticking by what I said. Thank yeah. for that, you know. Yeah, and if a person, you know, if the, the roles are reversed and I was like, hey, I ain't like the way you said that and they said that to me, I respect that. Now, the problem, exactly. which you, the part that you, I agree with you totally on is the part when you say a person don't even acknowledge what they've done, then we got a problem because that means you're being dismissive to my feelings. Now, if you just said, yeah. hey, look, I stand behind what I said. Maybe I should have said it in a different context. Maybe I should have said it in a different tone because sometimes tone and stuff would throw it off. You know, it. Is, I I respect that. You know, you you everybody's entitled to their opinion. You're not going to think yeah. the same way I think. I don't think the same way you right. think. And if the world was the same, then it would be very boring. So I get right. that. But I get that. Right. But, you know, it's just a, it's a disrespect thing. Like I said, the whole thing with communication is, it's difficult, and it's difficult in all type of relationships. But what I realize is you have to be open to a lot of things. I had somebody come to me. I had somebody come to me. I had a couple people come to me. A couple of my cousins, and they were like, you know, you don't call me, you don't check on me, you don't do this, you don't do that. And I said, but when I call you and ask you and I leave you messages, you don't call me back. I, I'm not that type to chase a person. It goes both ways. Right. Relationships right. is two ways. So it goes the same way even with your family and and your relatives or whatever because, you know, those, two, those particular people are my family. We just have communication issues sometimes, okay? But, <laughs> but you know, it's just like even in a, in a romantic relationship, there's that communication barrier that often is the reason why relationships end. And... Uh, it's it's because of miscommunication or a person not hearing the other person's needs, wants, or uh, or or desires. You know, I, I posted something earlier today, and because I go through my my random thoughts on a regular basis, and I went through something earlier today, and I said, um, 
I hate when people say that uh, I'm going to train you to love me or we need to train to love a person. We're not puppies. Okay? <laughs> We're not puppies. You teach me, you tell me how you need to be loved or how you desire to be loved and vice versa, and we find a balance. And there's nothing wrong with telling a person how to handle your needs because we don't know how you we don't know you don't know what my needs are. You know what I'm saying? If I don't tell you what my needs are, you don't know what they are. And vice versa. When you even though you're in this relationship with a person, these are two strangers that connected emotionally and on some other levels that have to learn each other. Right. I think I, I, I think, um, you know, you, you, you got sometimes you got to keep in mind, and these just men that come across, and, and you know, <laughs> I love it. It says sometimes you got to realize everybody wasn't raised like you. Exactly. But see, here's here's a tricky part. I'm gonna tell you a tricky part. Think about the person that is raised like you. Now you don't have any siblings. I do. So think about the person that was raised in the same household in the same way, but it's completely different. And you know why? Yeah. Because they took their the 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 things that you learned, they took it in a different way than you learned it. A different way. That's right. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I just, I just I just thought about you know because you know by you saying that and what you said earlier, you know my son, you know he has a brother but you know his brother is way older, grown basically. Uh-huh. My son is only two, on his way to be three, and you know he he's he's going to learn from the adults he's around. Exactly. So you know when you made that statement like you know you got siblings in the house, usually they gonna pick up with that other brother teaching you know that older sibling is teaching them. Uh-huh. So it's like you know person got to be real careful when you know you have I have the only child in so many words you know my only child. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, my son watching everything I do and how I interact. And what, what's so funny is <laughs> sitting back watching him. And, you know, I sit back and people, you know, be like, well, where do you get that from if you do something? Mm-hmm. And I had to sit back and say, oh, damn, he got that from me. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, damn, he was watching me that hard and he got the down to a patch. Because now I see... Damn, I did do that. I, you know, that that is my most, that is how I walk. That is my facial expression. So, mm-hmm. you know, the person got to be real careful about that. Yeah, because you know, I got four kids. You know, and my seventeen-year-old is probably, and it's the strangest thing. He's probably the most like me, and he looks nothing like me. <laughs> he's probably the most like me. You know, his thought process, he thinks about everything. Um, he has things, he has traits that I don't have, I don't carry. You know, my son is extremely compassionate for everybody. And I feel for people, but not on the level that he does. And um, he has, but he's more, he's a lot more patient than I am. You know, I'm not the most patient person at all. But well, you had a lot. You had a lot of patience today. 
I'm gonna say. Uh, yeah. You, you, you were determined to get. You were determined to get that working. Anyway. <laughs> right. But you know, and he's like, but he's so goal oriented. He wants to do. His like, he's going to go to college in um, the fall, and I'm listening to his majors, and I'm like, guys, this isn't isn't my child. He got like three majors already. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and then I look at my daughter. My 14-year-old has my fearlessness. He has my fearlessness. And uh, uh, he's a Gemini like I am, but I, I don't know. Sometimes I don't know where that kid came from. <laughs> but, but my daughter is – the bad thing about my daughter, I think my daughter picked up my bad traits because she has, like, my temper. She She doesn't have any patience. She's the child that's like, what do you want? <laughs> you, know, like, you know, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, she picked up all the things I didn't want her to pick up. But then she has other right. things. Like, I always laugh because I always say she's like all the girls I couldn't stand in high school. <laughs> so, you know, it's just, you know, kids, say they are who they are. They're going to pick up parts of you. They're going to pick up parts of their mother. They're going to pick up parts of whomever they're around. And you just right. got to try to. Make sure they're around yeah. the right people, right? And try to combat the 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 bad that they pick up because they're gonna pick up bad anyway. I mean, they are who they are. And, and with that being said, the point you know, uh, I noticed that you know our conversation has a, a divine flow, and right. our topics have a divine flow. And with that being said, I want to go into you know how not you know I don't like to speak about negativity, but it needs to be addressed. Uh-huh. It's 2018, and I just want to say this. This is how I feel about it. Um, if you're whatever you want to call yourself, black, African-American, uh, if you're a person of color. Uh-huh. Now, and you're still out here shooting people, other people of color, now, I, you know, of course, a person say, well, th- that motherfucker owed me money over this and that, and that, you know, whatever circumstance. There is a better way to handle things and just robbing and killing each other. Man, that shit is dead. Because as you see what's going on when you look at the news, when you hear what that dude in the office is saying, and all these kids getting shot in school, are you serious? Then, you know, they want to say, oh, well, shit, let's just, comp- you know, let's just fight fire with fire. Hell, shit, y'all teachers need to get just pack guns. And, you know, it's just a, 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 a damn mess of turmoil. So we're going to just have to come to a point like being a dog. We, we have to, like I said before, evolve. We, we're going to have to up our thinking, up our standards for excellence and of who we are as people of color. Mm-hmm. And, and raising our kids, you know, and you look at society and, and now, you're like, what the hell happened? Where did this shit come from? This shit wasn't acceptable back then, but now it's acceptable. And I know the world changed and everything, everything changes, but it's actually the same. Right. And there's really nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun. Right. Because even, even with the twerk. It's a phenomenon. Why? 
But it was working. It was working back in the fifties. I've seen the clips. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, see, I've seen, I, I've seen, huh? Go ahead and finish your thought. So I mean, so my point is, just basically, what I'm saying we have to take responsibility for what's going on ourselves in our community and with our people. You have to take that responsibility. That's just bottom line. I agree with you. But see, um, you may, you kind of hit the nail on the head. You said that we need to evolve. And if you pay attention, we're not evolving. We're rotating. We're rotating in a circle. <laughs> Everything is a cycle. Everything that's going on has happened before. It's just happening in, a, in an escalated manner now. It's like at that time it seemed extremely escalated for what it was at that time. But, you know, as mm-hmm. it evolves, of course, it's going to, it's going to implode a little differently. So we're not evolving, not even as a race. We're not evolving even as a country. We're not evolving even as humankind. We're rotating or going in circles. And evolving is when we realize, you know, it's it's a, you know, relative to how many people in this world and this breathing, only a handful of us have realized that we're stagnant. We're stagnant as a as a world as a whole. We're not seeing things through bigger pictures. We're only seeing them through one lens, and that's the problem with you know raising our children. That's the problem with I'm one of the people that I don't tell people how to raise their kids. Okay, and the reason why I don't do that is because uh, first of all, we got babies raising babies, and instead of trying to be a parent, they're trying to be their friend. Instead of seeing it for, you know, they out here doing this, this, and this. And I have a great relationship with my children, but I'm still mom. At the end of the day, they're going to respect me and respect my rules and respect what I say. And we still have our fun. We still do things as a family. We still have our little outings and stuff. But the whole thing in a nutshell is I'm mom first. Right. And you're going to respect what I tell you to do. You're going to respect it. And we have conversations. My son, like I said, he's graduating this year. He's going to go to college. And we're talking about it. Yeah, it's success. You know, like, these are things that, and I don't, you know, a lot of people, um, I just had a conference at his school, and they was like, well, Mom, what do you want him to do? I said, that's not my life. This is his life. My job is to just help him go through it. It's what he wants to do. Yeah, I think like for me, for me, it's really just giving him, giving King Nazi <laughs> the freedom to make his own decisions. That's what it's about. But, you you but give him freedom I'll, to make decisions, I'll, but you I'll, guide them to the hard part. I will be his warning label. I gotta say that you have to be. I'll say, hey, hey, you know, just I'm, you know, that's just. Being a father, that's what I feel I should do, supposed to do. Hey, now you know if this and this and this happen, this is this is likely to happen. Okay. How do I know? Because of experience. Right. <laughs> like, okay, even this is a great example. You know, it sounds minor, but it's, it's major to me because, like I said, I'm a thinker. My son, my 17-year-old wants a tattoo. It's kind of funny because I remember a few years ago he was like, "Oh, I'm never getting a tattoo. Degrades my body." You know. 
<laughs> That's funny. That's funny. But now he wants a tattoo. I told him, I don't have a problem with you getting tattoos. Now, I would be very contradictory if I said, you can't have a tattoo, and I got, like, three of them and got, like, four more that I got planned in my head. But, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I'm like, I don't care about you getting a tattoo. Just be smart about the placement. What do you mean? Look, a lot of jobs don't want you to have tattoos. You go into a professional industry, you need to stay professional. So you can get a tattoo, but put it somewhere where you can easily cover it up at work. It does not have to be out there like that. Tattoo is not for you to show off to other people. Tattoo is supposed to be personal. It's supposed to have some meaning behind it. It's supposed to stand for something. I know some people just use it as artwork. I mean, some people just like, oh, I want a tattoo because it's cool. But all of my tattoos have meanings behind them. They're not just there because I decided I wanted to go get stuck with a needle because I was bored. Right. I'm like, if you're going to do it, let it have some meaning behind it. Something that when you turn 30, you're not going to regret it. Right. You know, and then yeah. to me, that's a, that's that's a guidance. It's like, I don't, you know, I'm not going to tell you you can't have a tattoo. Like I said, that would be very contradictory. But here's the consequences of having a tattoo in the wrong spot. Here's the consequences of getting a tattoo that you really don't have any meaning behind. Here's the consequences. You know, I'm going to lay out the, the pros and the cons, and you figure it out for yourself. And what's so funny is that I think my I think my son is a visual learner too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, uh, maybe both, maybe both, maybe he's fifty fifty. You gotta look at it. You know, he's kind of young, so he still can. He's at the age right now where it's perfect. It's perfect because you can mold him. You can teach him things that other kids don't know. Teach him foreign languages. Teach him all this. Because black kids have no culture. I'm sorry. They just don't. And people laugh at me because my kids have all this. They play instruments. They've learned different languages. They've done this. They've done that. And I'm like, my kids are going to be ready for this world. You cannot just take a, a black kid and make them average. You have to make them above average because the world can't. They have enough average black men. And the problem is average black men are not going anywhere. Hmm. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, take a quick break, though. You'll take a quick break. The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Hey, bad bitches want to be my bait. Hey, hold me down like the CIA. Hey, side of my car trying to see my face. Hey, want me to beat it like the CIA. Bouncing around, bouncing. Hey. You keep asking me where I'm from. Hey. About the borders and did I run? Hey. Keep asking how I feel about guns. There's a light and dark army. Which side you choose on? Hey. If not now, then when? Hey. And if not me, then who? Hey. Don't drink the Kool-Aid, my friends. Hey. I try to tell y'all about this dude. Bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing, bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing. Hate supplements are found right in their couches. Right now. I get it how I live it. Wait a I live it how I get it. Come to motherfucking digits. I pull it with a lemon. Wait a Not cause she ain't living. It's just your eyes get acidic. And this ain't a school. 
the top. Nigga, the Vey wrong glide. Wait a minute. Tell the paparazzi get the lens rock. Wait a minute. Got the window down top, blown lock. Wait a minute. Got the hazard on, only doing five. Wait a minute. You could catch me, three, in the new La Ferrari. And the truck behind me got arms. Yeah, longer than LeBron. Just waiting from my thumb like the fawns. Woo, this beat tastes like lunch, but it's running from veneers and it's running from the fronts. But every day, hey, well, lemonade, I was afraid. Once a nigga graduate, would I be okay? So I prayed and I played. It's Rihanna, nigga. My constellation is space. Worst please. Doesn't spark, couldn't chase. Nigga, bath song. Bite speakers in the face. Bath song. Bite speakers in the face. Bath, bath song. Bite speakers in the face. Bath, bath song. Bite speakers in the face. Bath, bath song. Bite speakers in the face. In the face. I get it how I live it. Wait a I live it how I get it. Count the motherfucking digits. I pull up with a lemon. Knock your she ain't living. It's just your eyes get acidic. And this ain't a scrimmage. Motherfucker, we ain't finished. I told you we won't stop. A nigga by the business. Like guns, which is winning. Wave hello to the top. Nigga, the vape run die. Tell the paparazzi to get the lens right. Got the window down top. Won't lie. Got the hazard on. Bouncing around, bouncing. You can catch me. What? Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. Welcome back to Unapologetic Podcast. This is Miss Rose. Donnell, are you there? I'm here. Hello. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, let's let's uh switch the subject again because you know this is our event session. This is our event session. And uh we talk about any and everything, nothing's off the table. So I was listening to a couple of our podcasts earlier today some of our old ones and, and some things kind of popped in my head and uh I, I a lot of people don't know I have a lot of brothers and my brothers didn't treat me like a little sister I have one younger brother the rest of my brothers are older than me and they didn't treat me like a little sister they kind of treated me like I was one of the brothers and they gave me a lot of insight into guys but I'm still not, I'm still a girl, you know, <laughs> I'm still a girl, <laughs> and there's some things that, that still hit my, my, uh, that makes me ask questions, it makes me want to throw stuff at men and be like, oh, all men are stupid, you know, <laughs> so, so I was, as I was listening to, I was listening to the treating relationship like a business, and I stick by that concept. I stick by it 100%. But I think, I don't know if it's a man thing or it's a human thing. And, and I kind of sometimes think it's a human thing, but I think men have a tougher time. But let me ask you this. what What is men's real fear of commitment? 
and keep it 100, you know, keep it, I mean. I know, I know, I mean, I can't speak for all men. You know, yeah, but speak from job. your perspective, you know, speak from your perspective. Okay, okay, well, all right. I don't have a fear of commitment, and then I do. Uh-huh. And it's, and it's, different, it's a different reason why. And my ass might be some asshole shit, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. And like I like I said, it's in different perspectives. Right. One is one is uh, wasting years of time, and the female turns out and she is trying to take you up top. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like when you say commitment, I, you say say marriage or just boyfriend and girlfriend and that type. Right now, I have to say both because I, I've, okay, over the years, so, I've experienced okay. both. Okay, so it's just like, um, okay, I gave you one, one, second one. Second one is, being like versatility. I don't care what you say, what you say. Being like versatility. It's in career commitment, like, they may fear they may miss out on something that new girl come along. Now, that, that was my ass who was shot at me right there, you know, where I can say, I don't want to be committed to you because something else might come along and I don't want to miss out on that. You are right, but I ain't really feeling you like that. But see, to me is... <clears throat> Go ahead. You just something to do and, you know, I, I enjoy spending time with you, but whatever. I ain't about to commit to you because... And like I said, that was just, just me just maybe a selfish way of thinking. Uh-huh. But, but the I just, I just haven't, you know. I mean, I'm single now, so it's just, it's kind of funny that you asked that question because it kind of quick. It was on the spot because I never thought about it. Because like, do I have a do? Do I have a person? I don't. You know what I'm saying? It's just I ain't met that person that I could buy cheaper when we got that bond. First and foremost, we got that bond before a title. Like that's. That's well, I agree with that. Good. You, you know, definitely that's, that's, need that's to have that bond before you put a title on anything. But I guess my okay. Here's my thought process. But a lot of people don't know. That's true. Know, that's true. But see, that goes back to them just committing to, or have, being in a relationship because they lonely or because they bored or because oh, yeah. they because they financially yeah. set or because that that yeah. ain't no real relationship. I know, and let people do it every day. Okay, but see, that goes back to a conversation me and you had yesterday okay when we were talking about we were talking about marriage okay and i said you said um we were talking about how we both were at a point where we was like oh it'll never happen again i'll never want to do that again and then we had to be honest with ourselves we had to be honest with ourselves and be like look look if the right person comes at me and i feel this this and this then i'll probably do it again I, you're right, I, and I would, and I would. I, you know, I had to think about, like you said, you're correct. I had to think about the end of these things. Yeah, because, like, you know, you don't want to miss out on a good thing just because of what happened in the past and what you dealt with. 
you don't want to dismiss that because everybody not alike, and every marriage ain't the same. Every marriage ain't the same, but see, you got to be honest with yourself when you got married the first time. Yeah, Why did you get married? Did you, yeah, did, did you know I'm you weren't supposed to do that? You know, so that's the whole thing. I'm but see, <laughs> let me ask you this, too. You made the comment of saying that that your asshole answer was men don't want to commit because they fear that they might find something better. But isn't that the same thing with a job? Isn't that the same thing with... A TV show, isn't that the same thing with a car? You buy a car, oh, you love this car, this your car, I love it. And then you see a car better, and you're like, dang, I should have got that car. So so by you saying that, it wasn't an asshole answer, it wasn't a bad answer, it was just a truthful, honest answer? It's a truthful, honest answer. It's not an asshole answer. Every okay. human I mean, being, I... women, men, uh-huh. women and men, we all, all, all of us is always trying to upgrade to something better. No matter if it's a car, a TV, uh, yeah, of course. you know, phone. phone, we do it all the time. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I got iPhones to, have you on. I, I don't like iPhone, but you know, I'm a Galaxy no, I, girl. Just, so, you know, <laughs> you know, I just got the S8 and now the S9 coming out, and the first thing I said is, "Damn, I should have waited." That's, you know? So, yeah, so yeah. I get it, I get it, but okay. I'm just okay. saying that. Okay. So it's not an asshole. Like, I just don't like. I just didn't really, you know, I see your point, which to be right back is like, I just didn't want to, see, that was, a, that was a damn good point, bro, <laughs> damn good point. But I, I just didn't want it to come off as me treating women as objects, but. I get it, but see, you know what, that's where I think the world is a little bit too um, sensitive, because some of the things that we say is just truthful. And it's like, well, I'm not an object. And nobody objecting you because if you seen a dude standing right, you dating a dude that's scrawny, and you see this dude with muscles and six foot five, and you're gonna be like, damn. Okay, so don't play that game. So, okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel we trying to, you know, I feel we, I feel we trying to have show somebody to bash. I, you know, it's like you know. Nah, don't take it like that. Well, fuck it. Take it, take it cut and dry. Say no taste. Fuck it. Yeah, but you're right. My, my point is, if even I, if somebody, okay, if if you said that to somebody and they said, oh, you're being, you're objecting me. And I'd be like, well, I guess I'm objecting. you objecting the iPhone because how many times have you upgraded? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. So, so it goes into, okay, okay. Now you dig it. Now you dig it deep. So it goes into upgrading. Okay, if I'm with somebody, we have both have to upgrade ourselves to continue to keep that relationship going. Yeah. We both have to like there it goes evolve. I can't be evolving. You just sitting there like you said. I love that thing of rotating. You huh. stagnant. You're not growing. You you're not building with me. You know what I'm saying? We're not elevating at the same time. That uh-uh. makes the person like, uh, I'm, you know, this shit ain't working. <laughs> right. To me, that's a turn off. Okay, turn off and that, don't get me wrong. The elevation may not happen at the same time, but I have to see you working on that elevation. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I should, you should, we yes. should be growing yes. together. It should be a point where I'd be like, babe, what you need? What you need me to help you get where you got to go? And vice versa. So right. that that's, that's to me, that's, that's, evolving together see the thing about this is where i say because this is where we come back to our conversation we were having yesterday you know that that marriage piece 
I made the comment. No, nah, I ain't gonna say what I said because <laughs> it was kind of crazy. <laughs> but, 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 my point being was, you know, it's like you meet a person and they got all the pieces, but it's that one piece that's holding you back. It's that one piece that they don't see. It's that one piece, and it's like, do I throw it all away for that one piece? So. If you really into that person, you're going to keep trying. But it is a point where you can't keep knocking on the door and they ain't opening it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so so my point is, in that aspect of, you know, what I was trying to say is, um, I guess in my head, okay, let's go back to the dating real quick and shut down the marriage for a second. Okay. It, it, I, I dated a guy before. And we had a great, 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 great relationship, but he didn't want to go any further because he's like, if I put a title on it, I'm going to fuck it up. Like, in his head, he already knew he was going to fuck it up. And it's like, you you already, if you don't, don't fuck it up now, start. if you're not doing it now, what does taking it to the next level going to make you do it for? So to me, it's like you already want to sabotage it because you just want yep. to just. So to me, I already knew that the whole that it wasn't going to be good for us because you already setting out to sabotage it. Yeah, pretty much, and and that's where it goes in. Say it once, listen twice. Right, <laughs> right. I you see what I'm saying? Like, oh, okay, I heard you. Okay, you know, maybe, maybe I shouldn't do this. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, here's another thing that's been bugging me. <laughs> and uh, it's been happening a lot. And I've been Uh-oh. watching a lot of people go through it. Okay. And it comes down to friends and relationships. I noticed that when you got single friends, a lot of them, or I'm going to call them so-called friends, because to me, friends won't do that. But they try to sabotage a relationship. It's like they do everything possible without telling you to break up with the person to try to break it up. And me being my mouth, I have a habit of saying horrible things when I'm mad. That's why I don't like to talk when I'm mad. <laughs> Man, I'm glad you got control over that. Man, that right there, and women, women, I love y'all to death. Please don't forget what you was about to say, Rose. I love y'all to death, you know, but damn, when y'all get mad, the shit that comes out your mouth can't be unsaid. And it's like, you know, you singing R. Kelly. I didn't mean it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you meant that shit. But that's what I would think I will say. I don't say nothing I don't mean. I don't say nothing I don't mean, for the most part. I might not say it in the right way, but it's not something I don't mean. But they say when a person is angry, that's how you know they're real true feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, so... But see, I think about, even in my anger, I still think about what I say to a certain extent. But the problem no, for me no. is how it comes out. Rose, you, you, you know that motherfucking song of yours cut. 
And people say the same thing about me. That, you know, when I get mad, I'm fighting. That's one thing about me. A lot of people like to talk when they get upset. Me, I'm not going to say nothing. As you, as you know, and this is to my, to my, my, my men, my homie. Mm-hmm. Look here. Mm-hmm. And this is about to separate the boys from the men, for real, for real. You know, me growing up, <laughs> we didn't do all that yapping because just just how I am. It's mm-hmm. wasting energy. Me saying, bruh, you better you just that, bruh. This, you know, that's wasting energy. It, it, just how, how I'm raised, how the car from cut from, it ain't all none of that talking. Once I feel that it's about to go there, there's no warning. Mm-hmm. I don't hear warning shots. You know what I'm saying? It's just boom, boom, boom. That's what it is. You know, I, no, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, I hate to be that way. Sometimes it happens. It just happens in life. But all that talking, you mad and you angered, man. Leave that for the winner. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 this is what I think, and I'm gonna keep it real. And I'm, I'm gonna say on both parties. But I'm going to say mostly on men. This is my opinion. I get that you walk away when you're angry. And I get that you got to be silent and not say nothing at that time. But I don't believe in going to bed mad. So I do think that at least even if you can't have that discussion that day, be like, look, we're going to talk about it, but just not now. Let me calm down. But I do think that whatever the issue is has to be discussed. Or it's still going to be a damn issue. The problem with a lot of relationships to me is the issues, they get brushed under the rug like ain't shit happened. And then it happens again. And it's like, how the fuck you expect it not to happen again? Excuse me, because I got stressed out there. But how you expect it not to happen again if you ain't even deal with it in the first place? Right. You can't just not talk about it. You can, it's just not going to work that way. you got to talk about it. But you maybe you not talk about it in a moment. Now, I will say, because I know, I'm, I'm very honest with my about myself, I have anger issues. Okay? <laughs> I know that. I know that I'm my mouth. Meet, I'm, huh? I'm still trying to meet that woman who don't have it. I'm really here. I, I, I want to meet this Guess what? Keep woman. it real. No person in the world don't have anger issues. If they tell you that, they lie. Um, okay. Sorry. It's just different okay. levels of the anger. It's different levels. It's like, okay. okay, I know some people that they get angry and they shut completely down. Just because you shut down don't mean you ain't angry. Okay, cool. So, every, like you said, I agree with you. I agree with you on that. Everybody has anger issues, but it's how you deal with the anger. It's how you deal with it. Okay, that's cool. Okay. And so I'm not going to say, I know personally, I'm not the, I've learned over the years. I've learned over the years. I'm not a violent, angry person, but verbally, I will cut you up. Okay. So I have learned that I have to step back sometimes and come back to a situation. But I also learned that I can't brush stuff under the rug and pretend like it didn't happen because when I built that, when I build things up, that's when the, the other side of me comes out. I know who I am. I'm very, it, you know, going back to even the conversation we have of, you know, being a part of our parents or our kids being a part of us. I'm a part of my father. I'm a huge part of my father, and my father was 
a beast, and that ain't no lie. Okay, so I have parts of him in me. I can't deny who I am. I am who I am. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. have it under control. That's all. Right, right. And just to reiterate what I said, like all that talking stuff. I'm saying, yeah, talk things out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, violence ain't the answer all the time. I ain't want. I want to make that clear. But from what I'm seeing, this, you know, what's going on nowadays, everybody's doing all this running their mouth, and it's just wasting energy. You know what I'm saying? Because all you do is running your mouth, and you're not solving the problem. You're not even listening. You're not, so even when you're talking, not, exactly, you got to listen too. <laughs> exactly. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, I just want to clarify that because you know, I had to think about it like but some people might take that as. You know, you you got anger issues. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, like I say, everybody do, but everybody handled theirs differently. Yeah, they handle it differently. But see, I also look at it like I said. You get the person that get angry and they shut down. They don't talk to you for days. They don't talk, that that's still anger. You're right. You're right. And I just realized, you know, you 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 pick and choose who you want to deal with, who you want to be in a relationship with. Yeah. You don't want to be in a relationship with a female who, when she get mad, she do vindictive shit. Do I want to be in a relationship with a female when she get mad, she's screaming at the top of her lungs and cussing and just raising on top of hell instead of talking? You know, from my perspective, you know, I'm a, I think it's childish, but that's just me. I'm like, damn, calm down. Or, or just walk away and come back and talk to me like you got some shit. Don't be doing all that yelling shit. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. I don't, I don't like that. So it's always, like you say, excuse me, it's communication and dealing with uh, the other person of assessing who that person is and how they was raised. Because basically we're all different entities, entities trying to coexist on this planet together. Right. We all different thinking. Like you say, we just a whole different uh, personality. Everything that comes with being a person. Right. And then you meet another person, and you're trying to relate to that person. You're trying to get along with that person. You're trying to learn that person. You're trying to, okay, do I accept this or I don't? Um, and what I've learned is being open-minded is a great thing. You have to be open-minded. And when you're not open-minded and, and you know, you meet somebody and they just stuck on what they believe in, oh, you do that, huh? Hmm. They're like, damn, you judging me? Okay, I don't need nobody judging me like that. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, okay, you do you, I do me. Don't try to change me, I won't change you, but we can grow together. See, I also say this, too. If you're in a relationship with somebody that you really, really, really into, you'll take account into things that you know that's negative about you, and you'll try to change them on your own. A person shouldn't try to change you. You should want to do it for yourself. You should want to do it for yourself. And you should want to do it for them if you know that that's an issue, if you know if that's an issue. So sometimes I will say that you might have to point out to a person that, look, this is an issue. And, 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 you know, and that's going even back to the, what we was, you know, getting into this whole friends and, and being in relationships and them sabotaging this because, like, I have a friend that was dating somebody that I knew was completely wrong for her. And okay. as her friend, I told her, and this is how I, this is how I believe. As your friend, I'm going to tell you one time, and that's it. 
That's it. And then I'm just going to stand by you through the bullshit because that's what a friend's supposed to do, okay? And when it all falls apart, because it's going to fall apart, I'll be there to dust you off. But... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, please. But as your friend, I do feel like I have to tell you at least once. But I'm not going to sabotage your relationship. I'm not going to do everything I can to end that relationship because all you're really doing is pushing them together closer for the most part. Or you interfering in something that you really don't have a clue about because I'm real honest with myself. I know that there's three sides to every story. Even in my relationship, there's three sides to every story. It's going to be mine, his, and the truth. Now, in both of our stories, it's going to be a piece of the truth. But both of us is going to see things through different perspectives. We're looking through two different lenses. Okay? So that's where the lies are going to come in. It ain't no real lie. It's just that it's not exactly how it happened. (laughs) Okay? So it's like my friends are only going to see my side of the story. They're not going to see his side of the story, and they're not going to see the truth. They might be able to wing out pieces of the truth in there, but they're not going to wing out. They're not going to see that third side of the story either. They're only going to see mine. So objectively, they're going to look at this person as horrible, okay? Oh, this person's horrible. They did this, 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 this to my friend, you know what I'm saying? And But they don't see the side when they do all the sweet stuff, all the good stuff, all the nice stuff. So, And I'm very honest with myself to say that with any of my friends' relationships. I'm only seeing what you're telling me. And not a, 99% of the time, you're only telling me the fucked up shit, just being honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. hey, that's messed up. That's terrible. So, so honestly... I don't know why, in my head, I'm going, why are you staying with this person? But then I have to be honest with myself in my head. It must be something that's making them stay with them. It must be yeah, a sweeter yeah. side. Yeah, that's the, fun, that's the funniest thing because, you, you you know, me and you talk, you know the people, know of people <laughs> I've dated. Yeah. And, and, I mean, it's so funny. I'm just smiling. That, <laughs> Yeah, I know you are. I know you are. It's just, it's just so funny, you know, because you was dead on, and and I, and I would be, I'm, I hate you starting to swing off on me. I hate using that phrase. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm always honest with you, damn it. But I, I will inform you that in my head, I knew the mother. I knew she was fucked. <laughs> and I knew in my, I said, well, you know what? Forget it. I'm a I'm a rocket wave out until you know it's time to get off and go you know it's time until it's over mm-hmm. and I, I'm smiling now because we're saying that like you you knew you knew we were gonna lay out oh, yeah I know but I had fun <laughs> and what did I, I do fun. what did I do I just stepped back and put my hands up all right yeah I mean yeah I ain't say but, shit but like you said like I say person <laughs> know people is aware. Mm-hmm. And, and like you say, that choice is, oh, you know, I'm going to just look past it because this is what I want. You know, I'm going to look past all this. I see that, you know, there's going to be a problem in the long run, but I want this. Right. Know, so, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I mean, like, funny. you know, it's just being honest. I just don't like I, – I just been watching this, and I'm like, because you're lonely or bitter or – like go 
go ride a bike or go get a dog or something. I don't know, but I'm not trying to take – I look at it like this. I'm not trying to take nobody's friend away from them. And I want whomever I would to have friends because I'm one of them people that I like my alone time sometimes. Like, I want you to go away sometimes. <laughs> I, I know that sounds bad, no. but I like my It space. don't sound bad. <laughs> Yeah, give me space. Let me miss you sometime. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got my you got my shadow jealous right now. Come on, man. <laughs> you know. So, so I I I don't I want you to have friends because another thing is I have friends and I don't go out that often and I don't do things that often. Mine is because I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm buried in work. Like I'm hustling right now. I'm not gonna lie. Like I need my shirt to say I'm too busy hustling. Go out. I'm too busy hustling. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> you know, verbal but, assassins. Yes. By the way, coming soon. Yes, verbal assassins. Uh, clothing company is coming soon. Uh, we started off the t-shirt. Oh, sorry, I had to throw that plug in. Mm-hmm. Started off the t-shirts, and then we're gonna evolve from there. So look for that coming very, very soon. Okay. Alright. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I'm too so, busy hustling. I'm too busy hustling. <laughs> so I don't go out that much, but and. But when I do, you know, I like to have a good time. And sometimes my friends will hit me up. Uh, I went, I went back home. I didn't see you when I went there, but <laughs> I went back yeah, home. Yeah, we're not going to get that today. <laughs> I went home a couple weeks ago, and I, I had an event with one of my cousins, and we went out. And you know, it was like I had a good time just hanging out with her, and it was, and I needed that little girl time and just laughing and joking and and you know doing our little thing. And so I want to go out sometimes and have fun and, not, you know, and I want whoever I'm with to go out and have fun sometimes with their homies and stuff. But, you know, it's just like I'm, I just watch people that, that just try to take the relationship. Like I, I heard so many weird-ass comments over the last couple of months that I had to be like, what the hell is really going on in this friendship? <laughs> So, so, I just don't get it. You know, I, I'm not, I'll be the one to turn, like, when it comes to that type of relationships and the friends and relationships, and I, I'm clueless. I ain't going to play that game because I keep very few friends around me. All my friends know, and, and most of my friends are actually my family, and they know that, okay, let her do her. And when she comes back, we all good. Like it ain't. It's like we never had that period of time, but that we ain't see each other. We didn't talk. It's all good. We might have to say a couple words to each other. Like, look, I called you and you ain't calling me back. And you know, we gonna stop playing them damn games. You know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Getting kind of personal right here. Getting hot around the collar right now. You know, but, but. Other than that, it's like we say it, and they'd be like, "All right, you're right." Throw my hands up, and we cool, you know. Right, and to right. me, that's that's your friends. I'm not saying that we gonna go. Actually, I got friends. I I got a friend. That, it's so funny. I ain't talked to her in a couple months, and she hit me up. She's like, "Man, no." I call her. She's like, "Man, I swear I've been trying to call. I've been thinking about calling you, and then I get forget." We do the same thing. She she's a Gemini too, but you know what? You know we forget, and it's nothing personal. It's like. We know that we might in the back of our head be like, damn, okay, I got to check on her. But we get our, our lives get busy. We got children. We got relationships. We got things going on. And if anybody your real friend, they want you to be 
grow. They want you to handle your business. And then when you got a moment to sit back and be like, what's up? Or let's go have a drink or let's go grab something to eat or let's go dancing or whatever the hell y'all do for fun, then you do it. And it just seems like now these friends are like, oh, pick me. I want you to pay attention to me. Oh, be my friend. Hang out with me. And I'm like, damn, do you need that much attention? Are you fucking five? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I don't get it. I don't. I really don't. Like I say, one thing, you know, the Internet, social media, it's a great thing. You know, you can be good of it. But it's like... There's so many attention seekers. It's, it's sickening. It's, I mean, do you? I'm going to say that. Do you? You know, I'm just be stating the obvious. Hey, okay, she, you want attention. Okay. Yeah. I told somebody the other day, yesterday, I was like, I don't, I got, you know, I have my business Facebook pages and then I have my personal page. If you, if anybody that's on my personal page, they, I rarely ever post because I'm very private. I'm an extremely private person. It's, even though I'm, I talk and talk anything about anything when we talk, it's a, I really am a private person. So and when I post, it's like very rarely and people don't really know how to react to it. And most of the time it's not, it's something that I'm willing to share. Um, my 14 year old just did uh, over the weekend. <laughs> So much love from me She just might be the one for me Ain't no need to question Now, bitch, she'll put a gun for me Pop two, she'll take one for me Set it off if a bitch come for me Set it off if a nigga come for me She'll put a gun for me Pop two, she'll take one for me Set it off Bitch, come for me Set it off if a nigga come Do you remember them days I would cause cool and come to you? You, you. I was cool so I got comfortable you, you, you. Sleeping on the couch, sneak up to your room Ay. I found out you was a freak too soon Ay. Your family thought we had baby too soon I told your family not to speak too soon Ay. Three years later, I'm on TV. Now your brother, he envy me. I don't know what the fuck he be on. Hey, cool and me, cause we was never friends. He put your mama under stress. I put her in a bins. Even though she put me in the street, she made amends. Watching over my babies, nigga. 
case of son wanna go back to his ways and be a street nigga Plus my girl just cop the heat nigga And she'll kill almost any nigga Including me nigga Ain't nobody who could be with herself for me That's my down bitch She'll put a gun for me Pop two, she'll take one for me Set it off if a bitch come for me Set it off if a nigga come for me She'll put a gun for me Pop two, she'll take one for me Set it off if a bitch come for me Set it off if a nigga come for me Welcome back to Unapologetic Podcast with your host, Miss Rose, and myself, Donnell. Miss Rose? Yes, yes. I want to I wanna, uh, excuse all the, the technical difficulty. We had an audio uh, problem, but we all fixed now. Um, I just want to say, good to be back. Um, I feel real inspired and energetic. Um, and I hope that we can continue this on a regular basis now. Um, I know I, I have a lot of things going on and you do too, but, you know, we're going to do our best to keep it going. And we just want to grow as a podcast and as our own businesses grow also. And we are just glad to have you guys with us as we grow so we all can grow together. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I say we can keep up with this concept. I, we just have to... You know, I always say you make time for what you want. So I want to talk to our people. I want to have this this uh, this way of communicating, this way of, of getting our information out, this way of talking. I love. I, I'm actually not a people person, but but I do I do love to talk. <laughs> yes, you do. Because we just talk. We just talk, and it just it just flows. So you know, I like to talk to people that 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 um. That it can have a real conversation with. I like intellectual conversation. You know, it don't always have to be serious to be intellectual, but I just like to have intellect. I just like to talk. Like, if we're going to talk about cartoons, let's talk about it where it makes sense, you know. <laughs> you know, I just like to have fun and, and laugh and joke and, and have people that are around me that that's into the, that we can talk about whatever and not feel judged or uh, like we have to be careful what we say because it might offend somebody like I, I get offended all the time but I just brush it off and keep walking you know saying it ain't gonna stop me from growing but I am who I am but I definitely think we should do this we definitely gonna keep this up we definitely we want to thank our sponsors uh, we have delectable uh, desserts and eccentric lounges uh, you can see them or um, take it if you want any sweet treats or just some traditional desserts Check out www.delectablelounges.ewcid.com. Uh, we also have. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. We have timeless music. You know, uh, a lot of projects being worked on. Right now, you can check out Four Mind by Two Red. All 
online distribution such as uh, iTunes, Apple Music, um, you can check them out for my name of the song. Um, she has two grades, I believe, as a EP called Love, Life, and Collection. Shout out to the people who had part in that project and gave their input. <laughs> Miss Rose. Yes, um, and now we also have, uh, uh, was you done? Was you done with uh, Time to Music? Okay. Okay. I want to make sure I want to step on under our, our sponsors' toes. And we also have uh, Pompor DA, their online adult thrill store. Uh, we also they also host uh, adult themed parties, bachelorette parties, bachelor parties, divorce parties. Uh, just because I want to hang with my homegirl parties, you know. <laughs> so, you know, uh, you can check out Pompor DA. Your online adult thrill store is an adult store at www.pompourga.ewcid.com. Um, so check them out. Um, anything you don't see on the site, they will gladly have for you. You can um, click on a number or email them. That's All of that information is on their website. Um, so we're missing any sponsors. We got, we, we're still taking sponsorship. We have some new sponsors coming on. Um, but we... No, no, no. Shout out to IS216 Radio. They had me at the guest a couple of weeks ago. Had fun. Really enjoyed myself. Shout out to Chuck the World. Shout out to Graham. Um, shout out to uh, Say the Analyst. Uh, shout out to my family. Um, shout out to my mom. I always love my mom. I love my mom. She's so funny. The older she gets, the funnier she gets. And I just... <laughs> <laughs> I just take it out of the side, you know, because one day I hope to reach that age, you know. So always respect your elders, man, no matter what. Respect your elders. Yeah, and I'm going to give a shout-out to, um, of course, I want to shout-out all of our listeners. Uh, I'm going to shout-out, you know, my family. Um, shout-out, um, I'm sorry, I don't even remember the name of his, his music company, but I'm shout them out, <laughs> King Ben and London Brooks. They've uh, been featured artists on our show previously um you know i just want to thank everybody for tuning in thank everybody that's following us on instagram um as well as on facebook um keep getting our our followers up you know we're building from the ground up um i don't know shout out to tiffany the dog tiffany dog the coldest man lawson man you ever in cleveland Cleveland, Ohio, man. Look her up. Check her. You can go on, on Facebook, put in tip to dial the code. Man, her, her skills is immaculate with them nails. Yeah, I, I've seen them. I said, I, well, next time I come home, I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna have to make some time and let her hook me up, you know. So. Man, man. <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's just amazing. I'm like, wow, really? This is like, you are the code. And it, and it, I just want to say this before we go, because it means a lot. When you know who you are and you acknowledge it and you let others know who you are, it's power behind it. For you to say your dog, the coldest, you live up to that name. So I just want to give you a shout-out. Okay. So and I'm a... to... Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say when I call myself King or my son, King Nadi, that is putting it in the universe because that is the standard that we live up to. 
we carry ourselves as royals. So a lot of people don't understand that. So be it. It's all good. All right, and I'm going to give a quick shout-out before we roll out to Beast Mentality. That's an online social club. They have a clothing line coming out. Uh, President Royalty is uh, running that show. Uh, they have a lot of events coming up. Uh, they're working on a few things. I think I think they're going to host the Masquerade Ball, and they're talking about doing the Sexy Costume Ball. So as soon as the information gets to me, I'll get that out to you guys. But that's they're, they're in Atlanta. They're holding down in Atlanta. They're building in Atlanta and New Orleans. They, they have a chapter in New Orleans, a chapter in Atlanta, and a chapter in Cleveland, Ohio. So we just did an event in Cleveland. Um, and we got a couple things going on. Uh, I am a part of that social club, so yes, I'm I'm a little biased, but <laughs> but you know, um, but there there are a lot of events coming on, a lot of things going on. Shout out to um, the Beast Mentality team and President Royalty. And uh, what, I don't know. We got any ideas for next week's show, or you guys want to throw some stuff out there, or what? What do we want to do? What are we gonna do? I still got. I still got shout out. Shout out to Ryan Lee who in A right now down there with you, uh-huh. Ms. Rose. Shout out to him doing this thing. Really proud of you, brother. You know I got mad love for you. I'm always kept with 100, and I'm always be 100. So anything I say to you, just know it's for the benefit of you. Flat out, no motive, nothing to go along with it. Um. Oh, shout out to it's uh Catherine Daniel. She's an artist here in Cleveland. Man, I love your music. I love your music. And just know what I said what I said to you, I meant that. When people see you at the Grammy, you just remember I said it first. All right. <laughs> but as far as next week's show, um, I don't know. We just have to, you know, see what what comes along in the coming week, you know, of course we'll brainstorm about it. But that comes to mind right now. All right, so we'll figure out what next week's show is. We'll definitely get those promos out to everybody, so be looking out for those. But thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you for being patient with us. Thank you for, you know, sticking by us, rocking with us this whole time. And I will look forward to whatever the next conversation is going to be. We know it's going to be off the hook. So, Donnell. Oh, oh, I, I know what we can talk about. What, what, what? We can talk about. We were talking about these attention seekers. It was so funny because <laughs> oh, uh, they said there was a fox writing a, a, a book or a story about <laughs> she writing a book a story about the sex with 50 Cent. And, oh, boy. And, he, and, and he's funny because he was like, what the fuck? Who does this? He was like, that was 14 years ago. And my whole thing is it's attention seekers. Everybody Want to keep that light on them, you know, and, and it's, it's sad because people was doing any and everything. Now we already know it's the gender to that shit. Just like rappers, men wearing dresses, do you, fam? But uh-huh. you, you know, you you got to understand. You know what? We'll talk about that. I'm gonna let it go. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna yeah. let it go. You're getting a little. We don't want to record. You don't want to do it yet. Cause so. I, cause I go in right. I go in right now, and it's just like man. Whatever, man. You know, so just, just, just don't, just don't come with the way, fam. You know what I'm saying? I got standards. I got more. Just like even in the action, you know, dude talking about, well, you know, uh, you might have to do things you don't want to do. Man, fuck up. I'm sorry. Uh, excuse my excuse. Man, come on, man. Come on. Everybody has, everybody has their morals. Some people don't have none at all. Anything goes. I have integrity in the world. Some things I just won't do. 
thing. So this is let that be known. Respect yourself, love yourself. And once again, thank you all, and we out. We out.